Hey gorgeous, welcome back to my podcast, The Virtual Best Friend Shan Show, and I'm excited that you are here to hang out with me, your virtual best friend, Chandelay. I'm the host and creator of this podcast. I also run the Chandelay, The Virtual Best Friend Shan YouTube channel, and I'm really excited that you're here to hang out. I'm gay, which you already knew that, but you may not know my story and I think it's important to share it because there might be somebody else out there struggling to come to grips with their own sexuality or maybe there's somebody out there who's trying to better understand people who are different from them and I really hope that this episode helps you. It all started, no I'm kidding, Um, I wish I could say or pinpoint the exact moment in my life that I realized that I was a lesbian, but there really isn't an exact moment that that there really isn't a way to define that. I've always known from a very young age that I was different from other girls when it came to liking boys. I was not the same. (laughs) I figured that out in the fourth grade when there was this guy, his name was Rodney, okay, first of all his name was Rodney and he liked me and I liked his tissue boxes I wanted (laughs) nothing to do with him whatsoever and that could be because I just wasn't that kind of girl or I chalk it up to the fact that I just wasn't attracted to guys and I knew it early but Back then, when I was in the fourth grade, it wasn't really unheard of for kids to like each other because we really didn't have shit else to do, honestly. We didn't have phones. We didn't have the computer. We didn't have none of that. All we had was actual, like, going outside and playing. So I'm not going to say that's how I knew I was gay. That's just how I knew I was different. As I got older, I would say... Just filling out in life and just figuring out who I am, I started to make more connections, right? I grew up, I got a little older, that was fourth grade. So in sixth grade, seventh grade, I had my first ever boyfriend and he was really nice. I'm not going to lie, he was a really nice kid. He had a really hard home life and I'm not going to say I had... awful childhood I would just say that we all have trauma and we all deal with it differently and my childhood wasn't traumatic it was just what it was you know there wasn't anything else there's no better way to describe it my mom did the best that she could with what she had and you know she made a few mistakes along the way but she's an amazing mom and I knew that she loved me And I've known that she's loved me my entire life. But during that time when I was younger, I was just trying to figure myself out. My mom was working a lot of hours, so I felt really alone. And then my my um, my home dynamic changed a little bit. See, when I was younger, I grew up with my grandma. Well, my mom raised me. I guess she just worked a lot. So my grandma needed to babysit us and it was really nice that my grandma was the one that babysat us as opposed to going to a babysitter now that I look back because when we did go to babysitters it was awful (laughs) you know um 
it was really awkward when we didn't need a babysitter anymore and that kind of parental guidance went away that's when I felt the most alone because my mom was working a ton and I was going to a new school and I was just figuring myself out so I went to a really small school in the sixth seventh and eighth grade I went to a middle school that was black Catholic school it was a Catholic school and I mean you knew that being gay was not something that Catholics necessarily agree with so um any feelings that I had at the time were really suppressed and quite honestly I didn't find anyone attractive that was a girl in my school or anything like that being gay just hit me one day like a ton of bricks but we're gonna get there I really think it's best that you understand a little bit of my life because the question that I get all the time is how did you know you were gay and how did you have a baby if you were gay and does that mean that you're gay or does that mean that you choose to be gay and there's just so many stupid questions I don't want to say that they're stupid but they're not they're not smart so <laughs> the opposite of smart is dumb and that's just it's just that simple so they're not really the most um aware of the intrusion of personal privacy that these questions ask but you know we're expected to know the answers and to have an answer that's going to convince you that our gayness isn't a sin a story for another day which may be a little later actually anywho's middle school was rough middle school was really hard in fact sixth grade was the first time ever in my life that I actually thought about killing myself I was picked on relentlessly it it was anything honestly my shortness my mom not being able to pick me up from school my the the way that I talked my hair it didn't really matter what people found a reason to pick on me in fact in school there was a book an audio book that we listened to and um I can't really remember the name of the story which makes me sad now because we listen to it every freaking day but one of the characters in the story that got picked on and bullied in school her name was mousy brown and that defaulted to my nickname so if that gives you a really good idea of how cruel kids were back then i'm sure they're well i say i'm sure but i know firsthand because my son is 13 and he deals with so much crap it's crazy but you know i try to be there for him and support him in a way that I understand because I'm so young and maybe I wouldn't if I was older but again we're talking about my coming out story so let me get back on point so anyway sixth seventh and eighth grade was really hard for me I struggled just finding my way figuring out who I was I was always someone who was chatty conversational um never really um never really lost for words I wasn't really a people person if that makes sense when I say I'm chatty that means I can talk a lot to who it didn't matter but to say that I liked being around people well that was an exaggeration because I prefer to be alone being alone is where I feel the safest 
back during that time. I just felt most comfortable in my thoughts when I was alone. And when I was alone, I'd find myself thinking about just life in general and life past sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And that's what really pulled me through. And I thank God every day that I never did anything so reckless that I wouldn't be here to tell you this story. So if you are someone who is struggling, please get help. I will link some information down below. I will also put my email. You can email me 24-7. I am available. Just put in the subject line, I need help. And I will I will try to support you or get you connected to some mean of support because your life is valuable. And everything that you're going through, you will get through. And I say that because you really just don't know what someone's going through. Well, my puppy love comes and goes, actually. And this is the first time I ever had a kiss, and I hated it. I decided right there in that moment, kissing was not for me. I did not like it at all. And now that I'm older, I realize that that was really because I just didn't have any attraction. Maybe because or it could be that guy I don't really know but it just it wasn't a thing and I really I I give him the benefit of the doubt and I assume that it was because I wasn't attracted to him not that he was an attractive guy I just didn't find him attractive myself so yeah and you may be wondering like well why were you dating him I mean you know there really there really wasn't any decision to date it was like oh that guy likes me okay you know there's only 17 kids in our school to choose from I like him and let's move on and I really did like he was a really nice guy I liked him as a person and one thing that I learned was I made friendships really strong friendships and I often confused that with romantic feelings because someone was my friend did not mean I romantically liked them And that was something I had to work through later in life. So fast forward a couple years, and Chandelier is in high school. Well, I say Chandelier. (laughs) That was so weird, talking about myself in third person. I don't know how people do that, but young Chandelier was in high school, and I hated high school. High school was one of the worst times socially for me in my life. I never fit in. I never belonged. I just didn't. And I look back now, especially at all the people who like say they were my friends. And I just think about like, the minimal interaction, no one ever checked on me or wondered, You know, like Mean Girls is a funny movie, but I ate lunch in the bathroom or I went to my 3D designs class and I ate lunch in there because I didn't have any friends and I didn't have anyone to talk to or anything. I was alone. The first time I ever acted on feelings of being gay was in high school I had a best friend I had a friend and I'm not gonna say their names or anything like even the names that I gave you earlier they're different but I'm just putting in like a placeholder because one I want to respect these people's privacy but also this is my personal life and I want to respect my own privacy to some degree 
Well, I had a friend and she was so amazing. <laughs> she was really, really cool. I really liked her. She was such a great friend. You don't need many friends is something that I've learned in life. You just need quality ones. And even though I didn't have a huge amount of acquaintances that I could call friends, I did have a few really good friends. And when I made those friends, I was super thankful because... I mean, otherwise you're just alone. And I went from a school that had a graduating class, like a middle school that had a graduating class of about eight kids to a high school that had a freshman class of about 900 kids. So there was quite a big jump <laughs> from going to a really small ass school. And I think that's why I was so overwhelmed and I just felt out of place and out of sorts. And I felt different too, because all of my previous friends went to a school that pretty much transitioned from that school to another Catholic high school. And I went to a public high school that was on a tougher side of town. I don't want to say like a rough side of town because it wasn't rough. It was just tougher. I just meant like you had to be thick skinned. Well, I got to go to a football game. And before the football game, I got to go over my friend's house. And I was so excited because my mom did not allow me to go anywhere. She, she just, I mean, she worked all the time. So when I became old enough to be alone she wanted my ass at home because how else was she going to keep track of me? There was no way. She was literally working from 3.30 in the evening to 12 o'clock at night. That was my mom's hours. Every day. So I never really saw her um, when I was in school. Like the summer was a little different, but in school... Yeah, you could count it. <laughs> she was so busy. She came home, took it. I mean, my mom didn't even take me to school. I woke up in the morning and got my ass ready because I knew that she couldn't do all of what she was doing and this. So I felt the need to step up. I was really excited because my mom told me that I could go to a football game once. <laughs> Not one time, but this is the first time I ever got allowed to go anywhere and she wasn't with me and we went and before we went we went to my friend's house so she could change because she was girly like that I let me describe myself to you back then I wore my hair in the same hairstyle a very nice and neat ponytail pulled straight back in a bun every day every Day. I never did anything di different with my hair. I had mid-length hair, and I say mid-length, like middle of my back length hair. I've posted it on my Instagram. I've shared some younger pictures of myself. Um, so if you don't follow me on Instagram, you really should, because that's where you get real-time updates on my life, girl. And you should. It's my name is Chandelay, C-H-A-N-D-A-L-I, just like the podcast. Anywho's, back to the and so we had to change, and I say we, but she had to change. She was a matchy, matchy person. She wore, if she wore a yellow shirt, she had yellow earrings with yellow eyeshadow and a yellow beaded necklace that came from Claire's or Rainbow's or Friends or wherever you got chunky jewelry. I don't know because I did not wear jewelry. I wore jeans and I wore whatever comfy t-shirt that I could find. 
a lot of my clothes came secondhand because we just really didn't have the money for brand new clothes. And so I learned very young how to look nice and presentable on a very, very, very low budget because when my mom would take me to Goodwill or the DAV or some swap meet, I would look for the Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd look for the Hollister shirt, the Funky Monkey shirt. I'd look for all of that stuff because I knew that that's what people were wearing, even though my mom didn't care. Like she got me one of my favorite shirts was a Cancun vacation shirt. <laughs> I've never been to Cancun. Um, but man, it's so crazy thinking about now. But anywho's, before the football game, we go, she changes, and while we're like kind of like in her room, she's showing me her room and it's exactly how I pictured her room. It was very girly, lamps, the whole thing was dedicated to her, pictures of her friends, places that she's been, and it really, I think that was the first time I ever realized that people grew up differently. I didn't ever think about it before. I always just assumed everybody had a shit ton of chores and hardly ever saw their mom. And um, that was not the case. (laughs) That was not the case. Now, don't get me wrong. Just because I didn't see my mom didn't mean I didn't feel love. I felt loved every day. I just knew she was busy and our shit was different. Well, anywho's, while we were sitting, I just thought to myself, like I would kiss her and she immediately pulled back she was like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) and her door was open she she shut her door she was like oh my gosh Shinalei like I like you but I don't like you like that I I I think you are a really good friend and I was like oh yeah I I try to play it off honestly (laughs) uh that hurt me so much actually I don't know why I think it was just the first time I ever felt like um I misread the situation because I knew she liked me as a friend I just assumed that I don't know what I thought actually I just I just I liked her and I thought that it made sense and yeah so I thought to myself, I'll never do that shit again because that was not smart. (laughs) That was not smart. I almost destroyed my friendship, which was literally the only friend that I had. And I was now dealing with some weird emotions towards girls that I had never dealt with. So shit was falling apart for me. Um, So fast forward a little bit. That was my first experience. We ended up going to the football game, had a great time. We ended up going to the football game, had a great time. It was really fun. She never made me feel weird or uncomfortable. She never felt uncomfortable. Honestly, she was just like, hey, like, whoa, I'm not gay. And I was like, me neither. (laughs) That's so funny. I was like, I don't know. I thought we were going to like practice kissing or something. I don't know what I was thinking now that I look back I think I was just so ready to understand why I put my friend on such a high pedestal I mean 
yeah, she was my friend, but she was like my friend friend. I don't know. Like I just I felt like there was nothing wrong she could do. She was just gorgeous to me. And which is so funny cuz now that I'm older, like I'm not even attracted to girls like her like <laughs> at all. Like women like her are not my thing, but I just really liked how put together she was and how sure of herself she was. And that was the first time I had ever really um recognize that I didn't like her as just a friend like I didn't want her to have a boyfriend that is really when I kind of realized that I might be gay so fast forward a little bit more and So fast forward a little bit more and I'm in a new high school because I couldn't continue to go to the one that I was going to anymore. It was just way too far from my mom and I needed to get bus to school. So I like bus from our house, not my grandma's house. Like there was no reason for my mom to drive to my grandma's house anymore. So I needed to get bus from my house. And so for me, I now am changing schools yet again, which I really now that later in life, I contribute a lot of my comfortability in strange and awkward situations to, I contribute that comfort level to changing schools so many times because I never got comfortable with the school. I never made connections that I thought, oh, I'll have this person as a forever friend because my schools would just change and with that changed my surroundings so um I pretty much later that year um had a finished out the school year had a decent okay school year I ended up getting a boyfriend to definitely prove the fact that I was not gay because a lot of there was a rumor going around (laughs) I don't know if my friend told anybody but I know she did it even to this day I don't think she's ever told anyone honestly and I, again, cannot thank her enough for not outing me or um, making me feel uncomfortable for for my feelings. Like, that is amazing. I have no idea what she's doing in her life now, but um, I just thank her every day for that. So anyways, like I said, I'm in a new school. This is my sophomore year, and at this point, I think school is going eh, about the same about about the same I'm struggling with my grades not the worst but not the best and um still little to no friends um in fact made a new friend which was really cool and um yeah I I mainly spent my sophomore year um alone just going through the motions my sophomore year did not get interesting until I met my son's dad and I met my son's dad in summer school here's what happened I was alone I felt like nobody really cared about me and this guy shows me attention and I mean that's really all it took (laughs)
it sucks to look back now and realize how lonely I was because maybe had I not felt like I didn't have anybody I would have maybe um made more level-headed decisions but that's not what happened my sister was a good guy he I mean I'm not gonna sit here and bash him this isn't a story about him but we did have a connection and we had similar backgrounds if that makes sense he had changed schools a bunch felt alone in his life and whatever and yeah I remember telling my mom in church actually that I thought I was gonna have sex for the first time and she was so shocked we immediately went to the doctors and she put me on birth control I already knew that I was going to experiment with sex because here's something I've never talked about during that time in my life I was really trying to figure out like what is the deal like why why do I not like guys because I didn't have any attraction like it was so hard to explain I just felt like I wasn't girly enough for the girls and I wasn't like some dude that was gay so I didn't you know I didn't really know and I live in a really small town there's not there wasn't like a shit ton of gay people either like this was during a time when still wasn't really like yeah you're loud and proud now but in high school that shit would get you beat sometimes like for real and even now and nowadays it's very dangerous sometimes you have no idea who you're sharing your life with and so during the summer me and my son's dad would hang out have a good time laugh 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 and eventually we had sex I found out I was pregnant and my pregnancy story is a story for another day I'm really not going to go into crazy detail with it but had my son so now here I am 17 with a baby no sense of direction whatsoever (laughs) and I'm pretty sure I'm gay so not going how I expected at all me and my son's dad did not work out we just were two different people and truth be told honestly and something that like I've never really talked to him about and I never really felt the need to because I mean, once I had a baby, I was a grown-ass woman. Nobody was looking at me like I was a child anymore. So I've really lived my life that way. I'm 30 now. No one told me what to do or anything. I had a child to take care of, and I did what I needed. But one thing that I never really thought about was that my son's dad just happened to be someone who was there, honestly. It, It really could have been anybody, and I was so vulnerable that it wouldn't have mattered but I am glad that it was somebody who I had a good connection with because I was going back to what I mentioned earlier I confused friendship with romantic feelings and I never realized that until now in my life but I was really good friends with my son's dad like he was one of my best friends and 
I don't trust people easily. So that was a big deal for me. And um, yeah, I but I knew then that I was gay. And honestly, I think he knew too. And I don't know. I think that's I think that's why our dynamic worked because we just we knew we weren't gonna work I guess <laughs> so anywho's now I have this baby and I'm 17 figuring out my life and yeah well anyways you guys know the story you know the drill with when you tell your parents that you're pregnant or something something's gonna happen my mom wasn't really around you know, like that on a daily basis anyways. She felt like I was kind of disrespectful and I needed to learn a lesson. So she told me I needed to leave her home and that was fine. I left. I lived in my car for a little bit. She helped me with my son. Um, and then I stayed with my son's dad's parents for a while, for a long while, actually. Um, well, what I felt was a long while, my entire pregnancy. And then after I had my son, I got an apartment. But either way, like, I was very fortunate to have people who cared. But I could have did a lot better with some some love. Not people who cared, but people who loved me. And that would have made a little difference in my life. But that's okay. Because everything you go through, you have to go through. that's the crazy thing about life is you wouldn't be the person that you are today had you not experienced literally every single emotion that you felt up until this point if even one iota of an emotion was different you would be a different person period because that's how the law of the universe works and I just never knew that I just I used to think like why does this keep happening to me you know why why can't I find someone who cares about me why can't I love myself why can't I make better life decisions like what is wrong and I just really had to learn later in life that nothing's particularly wrong it's more so what you don't see you're not really seeing the end journey you're not seeing the end goal so you don't know where you're gonna end up after this crazy experience and I thank God every day for making me a mom because there's no way I would have had a child later in life and it's so funny because when I was younger I I didn't even want kids so I thank God for that because that means that he trusted me with the responsibility of being responsible for someone else and that gave me someone to love I know that sounds crazy but I wasn't I was never alone again in my journey of finding myself your girl was wild okay (laughs) she was a little out there she had a good ass time I was just oh I was living life, I guess. I was living life. I don't know if I could say I was living it, but I was in life. I was in the thick of it. I was doing whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, whoever I wanted, however I wanted. And I did not care. I, I mean, I, you know, took care of myself, but I just, I was just having fun. I missed out on a lot of things that maybe 16 
maybe 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds did. So by the time I was 20, I had been a mom for four years or three years really, but you know, pregnant shit. So four years, I had been really dealing with some responsible shit for four years. Me and my son's dad came and went and now I'm in this new relationship with this other guy and I did not really like him. I know it's so crazy. It's so crazy to look back and think about your life when you've shared moments with someone because don't you wish you could get that shit back? Like I want all my moments back from that douchebag. He was such a shitty guy, but he was a good guy in terms of he treated me well and he treated my son well. And when I say he treated me well, I mean, he didn't like hit me or anything. He never raised his voice at me, but I mean, he cheated on me every chance he got. Shit, one time he even took my son to cheat on me. And that just shows you how little I respected myself because I, at one point in my life, thought that this was it. Like I thought, I thought this is going to be it. You're just going to find people and they're just going to treat you like shit. And that's the cycle of life. Welcome to the circle of life, bitch. But no, the truth is, is that's not how it has to be. You can make a decision for yourself and decide what kind of life you want to live. And we'll talk about that a little later. So anyways, dated this guy for a couple years, um, literally like two years, I think and eventually got to the point where it was like okay we've been dating two years like either we need to progress our relationship or something's got to give well I did not want to progress our relationship and I just kept getting worried that like he was going to ask me to marry him or something and I just thought to myself like oh my gosh like then I'm going to be married to this guy that I don't even like who treats me like shit and my son's gonna grow up to treat his wife like shit and that is really what made me think about like and get honest with myself on what I wanted in life for the first time ever and I really mean this I was just letting shit happen to me like I can't even explain it just let shit happen what you want to treat me like a doormat that's fine my shit said welcome on it and I just I didn't care. Well, (laughs) sorry, I'm not, I'm not crying. It's just, it is emotional. Honestly, I never, I didn't, I've never really sat down and went through my story because, you know, you just assume, (sighs) bitch, stop crying. No, (laughs) I'm not being a bitch, but yeah, I'm talking to myself. I'm telling myself, bitch, get through this shit. But you just assume that um, everybody's got it hard and your shit's no different. But that's not the case. So anyways, I'm going out pretty often. I've got a really reliable job. I'm, I live in this amazing home um, that I've created for myself. Like, came a long way. And um, I went out one night. one night just happened to be I'll never forget this shit one night happened to be the the determining factor that changed the trajectory of my life 
we went out one night separate because he didn't like going out with me because you know then he would look like he had a bitch and that was not a problem but <laughs> which was okay with me because I didn't like, I didn't want to be with him anyways so I wanted to do my own thing and trust me I was I was juggling I can't fault this guy like I don't want you guys to think this guy was shitty because I was shitty too and that's hurt people hurt people I was treating him like um I was just I was I was reciprocating the energy that's what I was doing I was given the same energy I was getting and so he wanted to cheat on me I cheat on him and yeah I was just living my carefree ass life um and then we went out one night and I had a friend at the time which I haven't really mentioned her at all but this was my best friend from my sophomore year not my first friend but my best friend from pretty much my sophomore year on out that I was close with like road dog hung out with every day kicked it with every day blah 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 well we went out together me and her I've I've even got the picture like it's so crazy to look back at this and just think like what a crazy defining moment in my life but we went out together we got shit faced <laughs> she was so drunk um which is so funny and I I mean I love her to this day I just can't love her as a friend like I, I can't be her friend but I I want nothing but the best for her because I know her story too is much like mine very hard if not harder so I know why she was the way she was I just I never thought that she'd hurt me and that was the first moment I thought something was up between them two because when we were getting in the car my boyfriend at the time came and helped and he just the way he touched her I was like ah something's off and she was just so careless like I mean I know she was drunk but it was almost like she was throwing like she was actively trying to hit on him in front of me I don't know it was weird anyways after that night shit hit the fan shit was so crazy that night she ended up staying at our house it was just crazy um nothing happened like she was on the on the couch so I think I don't really fucking know honestly I'm the world's heaviest sleeper but I went out side and I sat on the stair steps that kind of we lived in an apartment that was a basement apartment but you had to go upstairs to then go down so it was like a up and it was like a um walkout basement so it really wasn't a basement because you had like this huge sliding glass door in one room I mean every room had windows it was so amazing like it was so pretty that was the one thing that I loved about that relationship was the house <laughs> I really loved it it was and plus it was the first time I had put my name on a lease by myself and so I was really happy about that and um yeah anyways I sat outside that morning it was kind of cool so I want to say that it was like right before my 22nd birthday and just a night of partying and going crazy and I was just sitting outside and I was just like Am I gay?
And then I immediately just started crying. I was like, I can't be gay. Like, why did I not feel anything when this man is treating me like shit? What's wrong with me? That was the first moment I ever said it out loud I had always thought it but I never said it and when I said it uh, I could just I could just feel my the life-changing decisions happening right there in that moment when I said it I thought to myself nothing will be the same because everything's different now Anyways, held on to that emotion for about a week or so because I just didn't know what to do with it. I was like, okay, this is a lot to deal with. And my boyfriend at the time had a trip coming up. Not like a trip, but he had something to do for the military or whatever. And so I went with him. And when I went, of course, he treated me like trash. He went, hung out with a bunch of bitches, left me in the hotel alone, told me he didn't want to hang out with me. Like, he specifically said it to me. He said, I don't, I don't even know why you came. And I was like, because I thought you wanted me to be here. And he was like, I only wanted you to be here for the meetings. Like, I didn't want to hang out. And I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I couldn't get home fast enough. Well, on the plane, there was someone that I went to high school with on the plane and she was gay she was gay in high school she was gay all around like she was gay and we our paths crossed and I was like oh huh so cool and then I was like yeah I'm gay because that's how I, I was attracted to her and that's how I knew I was like well yeah and so we started talking as friends and I even even then in that moment I was still thinking to myself like no like you know I was very honest I was like I'm in a relationship I I'm very you know where I'm at in my relationship like I can't just uproot shit or whatever and um yeah so was hanging I wasn't hanging out with her but I was talking to her and still in this relationship guy was cheating on me I was pretty certain it was with my best friend (laughs) a lot was going on so much was going on and uh I decided now because fast forward we've really gotten the internet and cell phones and shit like life's gotten really electronic (laughs) um and I had a computer And I got on my little old computer, and on my computer, I Googled, because, well, I didn't Google, because Google wasn't as popular back then, but I was on YouTube, and I YouTube how to know if you're gay, and I watched maybe every video I could find. I didn't have anyone locally that I could ask, you know, that I trusted. I just met this gay chick and I mean, I kind of liked her, so she wasn't going to be really biased. (laughs) 
I mean, she was going to be non-biased. She was definitely going to have some bias. And so I just Googled and I was like watching these videos and watching YouTube videos. And I was, I watched Lizzie the Lezzy on YouTube and other just funny ass gay YouTubers. Amber's Closet was another, was one of the first black gay people I had ever seen. <laughs> Honestly, and I never met her. Like that was just on YouTube. But it was just one of the first times I had heard people talking so transparently about being gay and I was just like guy like I asked God I said God why did you make me gay and you know how people are always like and God said well I do feel like this happened and God was like I didn't make you anything And I thought, wow, that's really when the concept of free will really came into play in my mind of the fact that you had the ability to make decisions in your life that you decide how people are going to treat you and you decide whether or not you're going to put up with bullshit or not, or um, if you're going to live your life for you or for other people or anything like and when you make that decision, the rest of the shit has to fall in line because you made the decision. But I never ever in my life thought that that you that it worked that way I just didn't I I don't know I just kind of happened and fell into a lot of the situations in my life up until that point so it came time for me to um explain to my boyfriend at the time that I was leaving him because I was gay and I couldn't be with him anymore. I think it would have been easier to have left him simply because I was cheating. Um, which I was cheating on him. I mean, not actively in that moment, but I had cheated and he knew that. So we both had issues and I, and I think that's what we were just trying to work through it, you know, because we had given so long to the relationship or I guess you could call it a relationship. I don't know if I'd call it a relationship now that I look back in life because it just, there was nothing good about it really, but whatever. Um, so yeah. And I knew that I couldn't move things forward with this girl that I kind of was attracted to until I really worked through my bullshit and girl, I had a lot to unpack. So what I did was, and this is just, well, I don't know. So what I did was I was like, hey, let's, let's go, you know, let's go do something. And he was like, oh, I've got this basketball game. I want to go play today. And I was like, all right, well, okay, cool. So we went to the basketball game at the park and then his friends came and they left and I was like, hey, let's just hang out. And we sat at a park on a bench and I told him that not only did I not love him, but that I was gay. And he was furious. He was so pissed off at me. I thought that was the first time in my life that I ever thought a man was going to hit me. Um, but I mean, it wasn't like he raised his hands. He was just so upset. And I was like... In that moment, I was like, why are you so mad? You don't even, 
you don't even respect our relationship. You cheat on me every chance you get. You've literally, I mean, this man, let me tell you how much this man cheated on me. He went and had a baby on me, like an entire child. You did not care about me, okay? <laughs> so let's cut the shit. And I I moved all my shit out of his house. And I say his house because it wasn't my home. I I didn't feel at home there. And I couldn't even afford to stay by myself really there. Uh, and I didn't want to. I wanted... I wanted nothing to do with that life, actually. I Coming out to him was the first time I had ever came out to anyone. First time I ever told anyone that I was gay and it was going awful. And I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, it wasn't like I was expecting to be happy for me living my truth. But, you know. For some reason, he had a really hard time accepting the fact that I was gay. Um because maybe he felt like he turned me gay but that wasn't the case I always knew it I just was tolerating our relationship quite honestly um and yeah my mom got a u-haul for me we packed up all my shit moved out and I never looked back at that situation ever started seeing the girl that I was seeing um which spoiler alert did not end well but it did lead me to kind of finding myself and figuring out what I wanted and what I didn't want and who I wanted to be and who I didn't want to be and and there was just still a lot of things that I still had to go through to learn but um I was willing to go through the journey so after I break things off with him, pack up my shit, I leave, you know, he's actively still trying to contact me, court me, he's like, we can make this right, and you're not gay, you just, you just need me to actually give a fuck about you, and I was like, listen, even if you cared, it wouldn't matter, like, I'm telling you right now, like, dude, especially, I think, once I came into the thought process that I accepted my gayness, there was no way I was changing shit else again I wasn't gonna I made a decision honestly that I was just never gonna be treated like that anymore I wasn't going to I wasn't going to live a life that wasn't for me I wasn't gonna pretend to be something that I'm not I wasn't going to just be okay with bullshit because somebody said I should like I just wasn't gonna do that anymore. And here, and I lost my grandmother during this time, which I told you guys, my grandmother was a huge part of my life. So when I lost her, I was useless to everyone. I, I did not care about other people's feelings. I only cared about my own, and that slipped me into a very selfish way. And so maybe I overcorrected. Um, no, I say maybe I did. I overcorrected and I made a lot of tough decisions still after that that I'm not proud of. And that is one thing I wish I could go back and change was just how I dealt with the death of my grandmother because it just wasn't healthy. And 
that's the crazy thing about grief is you just really don't know how you're going to deal. So I don't fault myself. I just wish I could have been kinder to people in my life at that time. And I just wasn't. Well, anyways, fast forward a couple weeks. I say a couple weeks, but maybe about a week or two. And I've told my best friend at the time, I was like, girl, I'm gay. I am for sure gay. I've already told my boyfriend. I'm letting you know. Like, and she was like, kind of had an idea because she was my best friend. So it wasn't like I never told her like gay thoughts. (laughs) I definitely told her gay thoughts. I never had no gay experience. And she was actually kind of bisexual. So she never made me feel uncomfortable or anything. I never had any attraction to her in fact to this day it's so funny my mom swears up and down that that girl changed me but like I never was attracted to my best friend she was really just my friend and um that was it I I just I loved her for who she was for her struggles and her own life and for who she was to me and how she loved me and that's why our friendship worked so well because she she just she didn't make me feel bad for being a shitty person she was shitty too so it was okay (laughs) but I remember going to my house my mom's house one night because my mom called me over (sighs) and she was like hey are you seeing anybody and I was like yeah I'm seeing this new guy um and I'm gonna change the name obviously but his name is Ben and okay let's say her name is actually Jen and I just changed the first letter to be a boy's name I was like his name's Ben and she was like oh well I'll have to meet this Ben one day and I was like yeah okay and then a week another week passes so we're now maybe three weeks in and I was like mom let's go eat so we went to go eat and this is how I came out to my mom so we went to go eat some food at one of her favorite barbecue restaurants (laughs) My mom was so fucking done with me, y'all. So we went to go eat some food at one of her favorite barbecue restaurants. And we sat down. We go in. She's like, try the hot links. I'm like, okay. Try the brisket. I'm like, okay. And we're getting the food. And it was just so exciting for me because me and my mom uh, had a really tough relationship. And we were really finding a place to, like, re-love each other. I, I, I won't say that we never loved each other. But I just mean, like really investing in our love as opposed to just loving each other because we were like you know she was my mom and I was her daughter like you have to like because we wanted to work on our relationship and that is something I felt from my mom and that she was trying and I'll never fault her for trying and so we went we sat down and she was like so tell me about Ben and I was like well Ben's name is actually Jen And Jen is a girl. She was ready to fucking go. Okay. She was like, pack this food up. I can't believe she is like, Shanelle, you're going to burn in hell. Like, she just said it. She was like, you're going to, you're going to burn in hell. What kind of example is this setting for your kid? We all have feelings like this before. You just don't act on them. And I was like, mom, I can't, I can't pretend anymore. I don't. She was like, what about and she mentioned my ex-boyfriend she's like he was a great guy and I was like no he was not a great guy he was the guy you wanted me to be with because he was a guy but I think you always knew too that I was gay 
and she was like I never expected that ever she was just really hurt she was like what did I do wrong I mean in that moment my mom told me you know this is worse than you telling me you were pregnant (laughs) I knew it was really hard on my mom my mom is a god-fearing woman very heavy in the church she was a pastor at one point in her life she ran a church program I grew up in the church so I knew I I really felt like that was why honestly that I didn't at a younger age um, come into my own but um, she just was really hurt and I felt like I felt like to myself, like, man, it was really hard for me to understand my mom's hurt because there was nothing, there's nothing that my son could do that would make me love him any less than I do now. And I just didn't understand why she was, why she was treating me the way that she was. And I just had a hard time with it she would say really hurtful things sometimes like one time my car broke down and I had to walk to my job and I I called her and I was like hey my car broke down can you can you help me and she was like well did you ever stop to think that all these bad things are happening to you because you're gay And I was like, well, mom, no, I hadn't thought about God punishing me. (laughs) And then one day I went over to her house and she had called me over to pick up some things. And I was like, "Okay, let me go pick them up, which I thought was weird because we just weren't really talking the same. She would only like our interactions were solely for my son. It had nothing to do with our relationship at all for a, a long time. It was like that. And uh, I went over there one day. And here is how my first ever, my first and only ever gay intervention happened. So I pulled up and the way my mom's pull up is, is like, it's a regular driveway, right? There's the mailbox at the end of the street and it's kind of like in a cul-de-sac. So it wraps around. Well, when I pulled up, I pulled kind of up into the driveway, which is so weird because I never pull up in the driveway. I almost always park in front of the mailbox, but this time there was a car park there. So I was like, ah, that's weird. So I just pulled into the driveway. And then when I pulled into the driveway, immediately someone pulled up behind me and blocked my car in. It was my ex-boyfriend. And I started to walk up to my mom's house and she was like, I'm not going to let you in. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, you need to talk to him. And y'all need y'all need to talk. And she, I'm going to stand right here at this door. And she kept her door like shut, but standing at the door with the window open. I'm now on the porch and my ex-boyfriend's behind me. And he has someone on the phone. Well, come to find out, I was dating the new girl that I told you guys about. Ben <laughs> and um come to find out they had did some digging and was telling me that she was lying to me she was dating someone else who was using money 
from this account. Like, they had went and ran down her life story, like, got to the bottom of her life story and was telling me things that I actually didn't know about her. And so I was like, what's going on? And they were like, we're just trying to tell you, like, before you change your whole life for this girl that, you know, you're really not gay and you really belong with your ex and... And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so, so much was happening in, like, two seconds, guys. Like, I'm not even kidding. My world was spinning. I was like, where's Adrian? Like, I think my mom had helped me with Adrian that day, and I was going to pick him up, or I was going to pick up some clothes. So I, can't, I, I know that sounds like, how do you not know? But it's like, guys, listen, I've been raising Adrian for 13 years. Clothes, picking him up, it, mom shit, right? I was constantly doing mom shit at that point. And she was like, well, um, I'm not going to let you in. I'm not going to talk to you. You know, you need to talk to your ex. And he was all telling me all this. And he was like, here's the facts. She's hiding money from you. She's cheating on you with whoop-de-whoop. She doesn't even love you. And she's using you for this. And I was like, she's not using me for anything because I don't have shit, first of all. My car literally just broke down. She's the one who gave me a ride when I was stuck. And everybody wanted to tell me it was God's punishment for being gay how that happened I don't know I don't know why God would just punish people for living their own lives but you know who are doing nothing wrong to anyone but whatever I don't know what kind of God that is but anyways he was like trust me your best friend knows and you could call her and I was like what and I called her and I was like what is going on and she was like I'm so sorry you had to find out this way. I'm telling you, he came to me with all the information and we just want to, we just want to do what's best for you and you're, you're throwing your life away right now. And like, guys, when I tell you, like my world was following, my world was falling apart in that moment. Like this is the person that I trusted to, to every degree. Like I didn't have anybody else in my life like my best friend she was the only person I ever let get close to me like that. I've never let anyone else aside from my wife get close to me that way. And I just was so hurt because I was like, I can't believe she's even taking part in this. Like, even if it was true, like, you're my best friend. You know how to bring things to my attention, not attacking me and holding me hostage. And I was just so fucking furious. I was, guys, I was losing my shit. I told him get the fuck away from me never talk to me again in that moment y'all he was trying to propose to me like he was like I want to marry you and I was like I don't want to get married I don't want anything with you I don't want anything I just want all of you guys to just leave me alone it's funny you go most of your life feeling alone to when you actually want to be alone nobody will leave you alone (laughs) yeah that went on for like 30 minutes we argued out there my mom wouldn't let me in my best friend told me that this new person in my life was treating me badly (sighs) it was a lot I decided not to talk to my mom for a couple months I just needed a minute and I mean, she wasn't, she was not trying to talk to me, so it was really okay. I decided not to talk to my best friend really anymore because I felt like if she could set me up, 
that way what other things did she have in her what other things was she capable of and I never talked to my ex again after that never I blocked him and I told him if he ever contacted me again I'd call the police I wanted nothing to do with him now don't get me wrong I wasn't a great person I came in pretty much wrecked havoc on his life and then left <laughs> like bye um but it's the crazy thing about life is everything you've ever done you've done because you've either thought that you had to do you never really do things because you're just like well there's multiple options I'm gonna do this nine times out of ten you do things because you're like well this is what I got this is the only option and so that's kind of what happened and um it's so funny because fast forward a little bit and I <laughs> fast forward a little bit I finally forgive and forgive and when I say forgive I forgive myself I forgave those who hurt me I just was forgiving and forgiven forgiving and um come to find out fast forward a couple months later my best friend reaches out to me and tells me that she says <laughs> here's what's funny she says hey how's it going I'm like ah, oh, it's going fine well I had seen a picture of her with my ex online and I can't even remember how I saw it I think one of my other friends brought it to me and was like did you know and I was like no but I mean good for them I really that's that's the emotion that I felt of them dating I had already thought it and so I had already dealt with the emotion back when it was appropriate for me to feel anything but later I think I was upset because after all this shit you guys gave me about myself and wanting me to marry this man and getting back with him and trying to save me this bitch comes along and starts dating him and then she has the audacity to tell me via text message or I say text but email whatever sends me a, a message and is like I cannot believe you dealt with his shit he is so shitty he just treats you like shit he doesn't care about anything all this shit I was like yeah bitch I know I dated him <laughs> I was like okay and you know even then I kind of forgave her a little bit for it but I just told myself though with that situation I just didn't want anything else to do with her anymore I thought if you were okay with hurting me because maybe you were jealous or maybe you felt insecure, maybe you wanted what I had, I don't know. If you were okay with treating me that way, I can't really allow myself to continue to bring you into my life because I can't trust you. And I wish to this day that I could respond when she comments on my youtube videos now but i have nothing to say to you i wish you the best in your life 
I do. I really mean that sincerely in my heart. I want nothing but good things for you and your family, but I just, I don't want you to be a part of my life at all. I think in my coming out story, which sucks because this really feels like my life story, and that's why I said in the beginning, it's hard to explain. It's not a coming out story. This is my life. Like, it's not like some, like, grand event that started. It was like, these are the things that led up to me coming out, and this is my life. And I think the thing that sucked the most in this story was losing my best friend because that was really hard. Was really hard, still really hard. I still don't have a friend to the degree of what I held her as because I just refuse to let anyone get that close to me like that. Like Taylor is my best friend and Taylor, as you guys know, is my wife and um, we are happily married. We've been happily married for many years and I'm so thankful. Oh my gosh, I thank God every day. I thank God every day for giving me the courage to live my truth so that I can live this amazing life that is full of happiness and joy and just I never cry. I never cry over our love. Not not once has my my love with Taylor been violent or boisterous or dangerous or hazardous or enabling it's only put me in the best position she only brings out the best in me she only makes me want to be the best version of myself she only makes me want to love her the way she deserves to be loved like it's so hard but you know you have to go through a bunch of things in life to figure out what you want and what you don't want and maybe you don't have to go through a bunch of things but like I said that's my story that's what happened to me and yeah I don't know what ended up happening to the girl that I dated because we ended very badly um things just didn't work out and I like I wish only nothing but success for them and the best for them I hope that they forgive me and I forgive them for just not being good for each other that's all I I think that's the best way to put it we just weren't good for each other and that paired with a couple other rocky situations led me to the best love in my life and I'm very thankful for that and I hope that all of these people that I talked about today have found the same. I really do. Yeah, so I guess the other half of my coming out story, and I can't even say other half, but my coming out story is 80% me coming out and 20% coming out to the world all the time. (laughs) 80% me coming out for myself and then 20% of just constantly always having to come out because I'm a mom that's gay. So when you are a mom that's gay, you have to, in some sort of way, explain to appease people's curiosity of how you became gay 
and you're also a mom. Like, for some reason, the two just cannot fucking go hand in hand for them. Which, it really should, because in today's world, it's really none of your business how somebody decides to have a child and whom with. It is their choice. Just like a woman choosing to have a baby is her choice. I am very pro-choice and pro-women choice. I just, pro-woman. So maybe I'm a feminist, I don't know, but... I don't think it's called being a feminist, just having like common decency. Like if a man wants to cut off his penis, I believe he should have the right to do that. Like if that's something he wants to do and he wants to decide whether or not he can have babies, you know, and get a vasectomy, he he has that choice. Just like a woman should choose whether or not she wants to have a child or not. Like if she wants to bring life into this world, that should be her choice. Anyways. That is just the really the other thing for me is just having to come out all the time because my kind of gay and my wife's kind of gay are different. And I really think that that's a story for another day (sighs) because this was a heavy ass story, girl. And I probably won't do much editing to this episode because I just want you guys to get the raw emotions of what it was. There's really no like fancy way to do it. Um, and I'll tell you, like, I don't, I don't know exactly what day it was that I came out. I don't have like a grand celebration for it. I just live my life. I live my life truest to my abilities every day for myself because I deserve that. My son deserves to see love like that. And that's why I'm the way that I am. Well, guys, that's really it. Um, If you like this episode or if you think that this episode could help a friend that is struggling with finding themselves or just want to help me, please share this one time, at least drop a comment. But more importantly, please leave a review wherever you're listening to this, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere, please leave a review five stars is what i'm looking for let me know what you think of this podcast if it's helped you at all um just sharing my life my journey my struggles my fears um yeah i'm gonna go drink some tea i'm gonna go make a youtube video um that's a little bit more lighthearted. so make sure you follow me on youtube which is chandelay the virtual best friend And head over to my Instagram for more real-time updates. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much again for all the love. Thank you for the support and just the continued support. If you listened to this and you felt touched and you want to reach out, I love talking to you guys. So send me a message on Instagram and I will hit you right back. Bye, guys.